Welcome to B2B Marketing Needs Don Draper, brought to you by True. For too long, B2B has lacked creativity and inspiration, leading to alarming declines in effectiveness and marketing departments being slowly devalued more and more within their organizations. We're here to change that by getting under the skin of what it really means to be a highly effective B2B marketer. We'll be speaking to some of the brightest minds in the industry to discuss what they're doing to be a bit more, well, Don Draper. And now, here's your host, Stuart Black. Joining us today on B2B Needs Don Draper is Jennifer Garcia. Jennifer headed up integrated marketing at Instagram for five years, and before that, she also held senior roles at Google and Nokia. She has 15 years experience across B2B and B2C marketing, plus integrated marketing, brand marketing, product marketing, corporate communications, and go-to-market strategy. Phew, we'll get through all of that, I'm sure. So Jennifer (laughs) Garcia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for kicking off my week in this way. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. First of all, uh, this is B2B Needs Don Draper. So what does being a bit more Don Draper mean to you? Well, first of all, I am so attracted to this podcast and this concept. I feel like in my <laughs> my professional life, I have been striving so much to bring in a little bit of um, you know, Don Draper and everything he does on the consumer side over to the B2B world. And I think obviously he was not the perfect person, but there is definitely a number of things that I really admire about him, especially as a marketer. And one of the things I really loved about how he did the work was how he internalized it in the beginning. I love that the show really demonstrated how he, you know, kind of put all the pieces together and really internalized the problem that he was there to solve. Um, I love how they showed him in taking that really important big step back before he went into a pitch. Um, and so I'm a big believer in this notion of taking a big uh, step back, slowing down to speed up. And I think that Don Draper was the perfect embodiment of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But before we do, um, correct me if I'm wrong, your son's called Draper. So uh, is, is that a Mad Men thing or, or does that come from somewhere else? Yeah, that's my fun fact that I'll add to the show today. Um, yes, so we have a four-year-old son. His name is Draper, and that was influenced in two different ways. Um, one from Draper Kaufman, who is the first Navy SEAL in the U.S., and he's well noted for his bravery and determination. So there was a little bit of that that came into play. Um, but yeah, Don Draper was a bit of an influence, not in every single way, but um, <laughs> something that my husband and I really admire uh, his character on is just the quiet confidence that he would bring to you know all of his interactions and I think in this world of the humble brag quiet confidence is pretty unique so it's definitely something we're trying to instill in in both of our children. Wow that's a great origin story and and in some ways a bit of a high bar for him to (laughs) um to live up to in the rest of his life but I'm I'm sure he can just enjoy being four for now. (laughs) Yeah that's true. (laughs) So tell us a bit about your story. Uh, You worked in B2B for a long time before you joined Meta and Instagram, uh, and then you went there to learn how to tell more emotive stories and build brand. Uh, Tell us a bit more about that journey and where you are now. 
Yeah. So for the first 12 years of my experience, I had, I would say a pretty traditional B2B um, background where I was doing upper funnel um, brand initiatives and, and integrated initiatives for both Nokia, Navtech and Google. Um, it was interesting because I was kind of like in on that journey and then Instagram came knocking. It kind of came out of nowhere. And when I was really attracted to the opportunity, it was really to start to round out my skills as a marketer. I wasn't really sure where that would take me, but I knew that learning the consumer side would ultimately make me into a better B2B marketer. And so I took the plunge and there was really no other or better brand to learn consumer marketing from than Instagram. It was very much at the top of its game at the time. Um, and so I was really inspired, you know, by some of the marketing that they were doing. I wanted to build that skill set. And so I, you know, took the job. Um, and now I'm at a place where I am, you know, in an opportunity where I can start to bring that consumer side and everything that I've learned on the um, B2C end, bring it back into the B2B space, because ultimately that is um, the path that I'm trying to go down. Mm. And, and what were some of the big transferable learnings from your time at Instagram and also Google? Um, and also, what problems were you trying to solve for each of those businesses? Yeah, maybe I'll just, um, you know, level set a bit on just where I was uh, when I had joined both companies and where the businesses were in terms of their goals. So um, when I had joined Google, they were just starting to get their footing in the enterprise space. So they were almost running enterprise as a startup within the company and trying to diversify away from its ads business and, you know, consumer. And so I was at a time where, you know, I was, you know, kind of joined the teams where they were uniquely lean. Um, and, you know, at a time where, you know, I think you as a, a product marketer could get your hands on a lot of different facets of marketing. Um, so it was very much tied to some of our goals and being able to help Google make that very important transition from being only known on the consumer side to being uh, thought of as a more viable solution for enterprise businesses. So that's where we were on the Google side. At Instagram, we were also in this very hyper growth place. We were starting to um, just get to a place where um, the, our billionth user was in sight. And so at that time, I had joined the company where we were just trying to continue down the path of new user acquisition and really trying to drive our goals and um, making the app as sticky as possible and, and growing engagement um, amongst consumers. So a lot of really interesting, you know, I think business goals that I had been a part of in, you know, joining both of those companies. But at the end of the day, both were in very hyper growth kind of places. Yeah, exciting places to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I think just in how that impacted you know, I think the work that I had been doing, what was really interesting at the time was while immediate growth was very top of mind for our leaders, there was no question that we were thinking about and prioritizing upper funnel brand marketing to drive momentum for the business. We were doing that for Google, you know, on the B2B side. We were doing that for, for um, Instagram on the consumer side. And I think that is sort of the commonalities that I can draw across both of my experiences in those roles. It was undeniable that we were trying to 
build a sense of community for our platforms, for our technology, um, for that the you know consumers and customers that we were serving, in order to I think create evangelism. You know, not only keep our technology top of mind, but also but to actually create a community that could. I think evangelize the products and the offerings that we had to the business. Um, and I think what I learned was the power of community building through brand um, across both of those experiences. Mm, absolutely. And, and what leadership lessons did you took away from those experiences? Yeah, well, because we were in that hyper growth phase, there's no question that there was a certain mindset and energy for the company. Leaders were in a very positive place and had so much conviction for the work that we were doing, the products that we were offering, and how we were ultimately meeting both our consumers and our customers, you know, needs. So there was a certain mindset that I think our leaders were applying at the time that really did bring you know, the companies together. Um, but I think just from the marketing side, one of the things that I also really took away from my experiences were it's just how much our leadership had championed both product and brand marketing. They saw our function and the work that we were doing as drivers for growth for the company and that were very, very well connected to the overarching goals. Um, and you don't always get that, you know, from leaders today. And so when I look back on my experience, I really feel it was a special time where, you know, they really were seeing, you know, the value that brand and product marketing can bring um, to a business. And I'm really thankful for that. Mm, interesting. Um, in, in general terms, why do you think some B2B leaders are so bad at understanding how best to create growth over time? Um, you know, I think sometimes it just comes down to maybe who's advising them. Um, you know, I think that there's probably so much pressure right now on short term growth and, you know, achieving really short term objectives for the business that kind of feel contradictory to long term investments in marketing and building a brand. So, um, you know, I have a lot of empathy for a lot of these senior level leaders who are up against such tight timelines for, you know, driving growth for their business. I don't envy them, but I do question how they're being advised. Uh, and I do think that there's a lot of room for, you know, people like us, you know, to really start to educate these senior level um, leaders in what building a brand can really do for their business. Now, the two main tasks for any marketing campaign are brand building and sales activation. How should B2B marketers think about which media is better for sales activation and brand building within their category? Yeah, well, I love this question. And I, I have to say, I have to um, apply a certain bias towards platforms that allow for both organic um, community building alongside, you know, performance marketing and serving ads. And, you know, I really look to Instagram or a platform like TikTok, for example, as channels that can be this incredibly powerful tool for both um, driving organic success for a brand, but also in being able to um, serve ads that really have transactional messages um, with very specific CTAs that can help a business drive growth. 
Um, and then the B2B side, I, I think the equivalent to that kind of a platform is LinkedIn. Um, I think LinkedIn is having a moment right now. There's a lot of eyeballs um, on the platform and a ton of engagement. And I really, really, um, you know, would advocate to B2B marketers to really unlock that power of bringing together organic and growth and as a part of a single channel approach on a, a platform such as LinkedIn. Interesting, the place to be. Um, let's talk about creativity. We're all about mm, that here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, if you think about the most creative work of your career, what comes to mind uh, as it relates to B2B? Well, you know, I I do want to preface that I have done very exciting campaigns, very shiny 360 creative campaigns um, during my time at Instagram. And I was in a role that was situated um, in a way where, you know, a big part of my mission wasn't doing those campaigns. Now, when I was in my B2B marketing roles, I was in more of a product marketing role. And so I, I wasn't the one doing a lot of those big creative um, campaigns in market. I was the one um, building strategic narratives. And um, a part of my remit, though, was in doing um, customer storytelling. So that was an avenue for me to do more creative um, centric work. And taking a step back and really thinking about what I had done for the business through my customer, um, you know, storytelling and that program that I had been running, um, I really feel like it was really powerful work and very centric towards what the business had to be doing. Um, and what I loved about that work and why I think Don Draper might have been at least in support of it was the formula that we had taken to some of the creative storytelling that we were doing to really up-level the customer voice. And I think what it served to do, again, was to, you know, for Maps, for example, where our Google Maps platform was really, um, prior to me joining the company, was really about kind of um, developers using our APIs almost as, as a hobby you know, doing really interesting, building interesting apps, using te technology and location, um, almost as like hobbyist tools. And when I was as a part of, you know, the business, what we did really well was to reshape the way people were thinking about our APIs. And actually, um, I think from some of the customer stories that we were telling, it then attracted other enterprise businesses to then consider, you know, our tools and technology. And so we were winning enterprise deals, um, I think, on the back of a lot of our upper funnel um, brand marketing that we were doing, including these customer stories. Okay. And, and sticking with creativity then, are there any B2B brands that you've been particularly inspired by? What's, for example, the best bit of B2B marketing that you've seen uh, across your time? Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I do have a background in product marketing, and I think as I'm starting to think about what's next for me, I, I've been really thinking a lot about, um, you know, going back into the product marketing space. And so because of that, I've been, I think product marketing and B2B has been very top of mind for me. Um, and one thing that, you know, I learned on the consumer side was the art of landing a very comprehensive, user-friendly message. Um, I think, and the, you know, consumer businesses do that really well. You have to, 
in six seconds, you would, you have to land a message to a consumer. Otherwise, you know, they're out the door. They've moved on. And so I've, I've really, you know, I think taken a lot of what I've learned in messaging. Um, and have been really thinking about how that can apply to businesses today and who's doing that really well. Um, companies, I think Google was a pioneer in that. I think that they did an incredible job of leaning into their consumer brand principles and apply that to their um, enterprise audience in the form of really simple to understand B2B messages. Um, definitely, that's something that I learned very well when I was at Google. Uh, I also admire companies like Twilio. Um, I think what's interesting about them is that, you know, they could definitely have gone down the rabbit hole in technical speak. You know, they offer a very technical uh, product offering, but they've kind of resisted. And if you take a look at their website today and a lot of their marketing that they've done, they've really, I think, leaned into simple messaging and simple storytelling. And I think because of that, they've actually built a pretty strong brand for themselves. Um, the other, I think, company that's also top of mind, and they recently did a Super Bowl ad um, with Squarespace. Um, they did their ad featuring Adam Driver, who I really love. And what I love about some of their um, campaign that they had done was that they told such a simple message about Squarespace. I think they landed the message as Squarespace is a website that creates websites. And they repeat that throughout the campaign and throughout the ad. And I love the message clarity there. And I love how they just lean into repetition. I wish more B2B brands did that. Mm, I'll have to check that one out. That sounds good. Uh, and that brings us to our rapid fire round where I'm, I'm just going to chuck a couple of choices at you and I want you to not think too much, just respond from the gut and tell us which choice you would make. Is that okay? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, let's go for it. So number one, advertising or ABM? Pain. It pains me to say this, but I do lean towards ABM. I think that often marketers kind of try to boil the ocean. ABM, I think, allows you to apply a degree of focus, which I think we all need to do, um, especially as companies are very resource constrained. So I'll choose ABM. Good answer. Uh, logic or magic? <laughs> Again, a little bit painful for me to say, but uh, I do think logic comes first. It is very, very uh, critical that marketers apply a certain order of operations for how they do marketing. And you have to be informed by at least a layer of data to really inform you about your target audience and then let the magic happen. Um, but just do it in a way that you at least have a little bit of data um, that can make you smarter about that that process. Mm, interesting. Okay, good uh, good choice there. Uh, brand building or lead <laughs> generation? Uh, brand building um, combined with I think some surgical approach to to performance marketing. I think you have a winning combination. Okay, and what's currently the problem with B2B and how would Don Draper fix it? You know what? It comes down to relationships. We need to mm. build bridges with senior level leaders today. And I love that, you know, I think Don Draper in times where he was up against a tough client, you know, sometimes he'd lean into just doing some, 
some whining and dining and, um, you know, just taking a softer approach to really helping that client see a different view of the world. Um, so I'm not above that. I think relationship building in our world is super important um, to elevate our function. And that's something I would probably want to take inspiration from. Okay, great. Uh, and what's your favorite Don Draper moment or quotation? All right, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm sort of a romantic at heart. And so <laughs> when Don sees Betty for the first time um, at the gas station, when they're on their way to meet their son at summer camp, I'm, it's a moment that I won't forget. Ah, oh, heart melter. Great stuff. <laughs> All it leaves me to say is, Jennifer Garcia, thanks so much for joining us today and, and telling us about your experience and, and some of your ideas. It's been really interesting. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. I really had a pleasure being here. Great stuff. I'm Stuart Black. See you all next time on B2B Needs Don Draper.